of these bullets is like us. Travelling forwards through time. The other one's going backwards. Can you tell which is which? How about now? Hello and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 52, recorded Sunday, January 17th, 2021. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we've made it through 2020 and... Yes, there are still movies. We're going to talk yep. about a couple of them. Uh, starting with Christopher Nolan's Tenet, uh, starring John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Kenneth Branagh, Elizabeth Debicki, and... Uh, and other people, but uh, basically, yeah, the, most, basically most, it's their them. movie. Oh, yeah. uh, that, that guy from uh, Godzilla, Nocturnal Animals, and uh, what's his, um, he has, he's like one of those three-name guys. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, that's who it is. Yeah, that's that it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then we're going to follow up with a slightly more recent release of Disney Pixar's Soul, uh, starring the voices of Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey, and uh, yeah, a few other notables who are you know, mm. most mostly cameos, mostly those two. So, Tenet is not indescribable. Um, the... <laughs> I, uh, it's complicated, though, to describe the plot of it. Um, it's, there isn't time travel that we're used to seeing in movies. Not really. Um, but yeah. time travel is an aspect. It's kind of a spy movie, but not exactly. Yeah, I, I wrote a haiku describing it to Tim um, as best I could. It was, it was uh, we must save the world. Backwards and forwards through time. Palindromes are cool. All right. um, and that doesn't tell you anything, but that tells you enough. Yeah, temporal shenanigans going on here, but you know, to to the movie's credit, they're fairly novel. It's it's not the same old stuff, really. I mean, just by virtue of having been around forever, you know, like Doctor Who has done some of this kind of stuff before, so it's mm-hmm. it's not completely new, but it's it's fairly novel in its approach and. Man, there are some fantastic set pieces that that really yep. play into it. I can't help but feel like the set pieces were come up with first, and then they try to build a story around it. That is normal. That is how often someone comes up with a story. They come up with their big thing. But yeah, but first we'll focus on what works. And um, but yeah, the set pieces work really well. Um, there's probably like three major moments. The beginning. There's like a big chunk at the be- at the in the middle. Almost actually, like uh, almost exactly in the middle of the movie, there is a port a part where they relive something going going backwards. Um, and that was interesting like i thought that that mm-hmm. was pretty cool um like and it's almost like oh because I, I i saw it at the timestamp of the movie it's like oh we're like almost literally halfway through the movie here yeah um, but yeah. it isn't like the rest of the movie is is the first part of the movie backwards it doesn't work like that <laughs> and then and then we have like the final climax thing which is you know it's a three-act narrative that's how it should work um yeah and um, yeah but yeah it does that really well it's uh, the special effects yeah, the special effects Slash choreography of it all is really interesting. We don't have a whole lot of backwards talking. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's yeah. there's not a whole lot of the you know uh, you know David Lynch kind of weirdness here. Not not the same way. 
No. I did watch this with my David Lynch brain, partly because... Now, I had not known much about this going into it. Um, I had... The, uh, the only big thing I had learned about was that there was some sound problems, maybe, depending. And so that, that was the only thing that I was really kind of, like, aware of. So I was just kind of going to this knowing as very little as I could. And you could watch the trailers and still not know much about it. So that was kind of the beauty of this. And uh, I watched this with my Lynch brain, which was probably helpful for it. Because it just allowed me to experience it and just sort of, like, go for it. And that, you know, that allowed me to, like, be just sort of, like, into the plot of it. And just be like, oh, that's interesting. And... You know, I'm not saying this is the way you should watch all movies, but it worked for this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it is it is kind of a, a B-movie sort of story, but it's mm-hmm. it's got, you know, the, the big spectacular set pieces and some, you know, really solid A-list talent. Robert Pattinson, I think, has done a pretty good job of escaping his, his twilightness. Oh, definitely. Also, fun thing I have noticed is that, um, partly because there's only so many British actors around in the world, but it seems like whenever someone who is in... If there is if there's one person who is in a Harry Potter movie, usually that movie will have another person as well that was in a Harry Potter movie, and this one is no exception. Um, in fact, they're both from part four because uh, the actress who plays Fleur um, shows up as a scientist early in the movie as well. Um, and so not only do we have Cedric, but we also have Fleur. Um, so that actually that was... uh, Kenneth Branagh was in and Kenneth Branagh, you're right one, too. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. He's in the second one too. I, I think that's just because there, there there were eight Harry Potter movies and there's only so many British actors. <laughs> um, I, I apparently there's only so many British actors. But yeah, all the all the people that act in it are you know they they do really well with their performances. They're for the most part very engaging. Um, John David Washington. Um, I think is really compelling in this. He sounds more like his dad in this movie than I've than he did in other things I've seen him in, but not all the time. So uh, yeah, it's 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 it is really impressive. Like you said, the uh, some of the the action sequences are very very. I I, I want to say seamless, but I'm not sure that's quite the right word. But they they're definitely convincing. They look like they're done in camera, yeah. Even when some of them cannot possibly have been right. Yeah. At least not in a conventional sense. Yeah, it's a, thinking about how they must have done it is is kind of like a fun thing to do while watching it. It's a, instead of using like the puzzle brain, I kind of used the how did they make this brain from time to time? It was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's how how did they how did they block this scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how was it staged? How how did they? Yeah. yeah, how much of a green screen was used? Um, just like just neat stuff like that, and that's and that's really cool. Like, yeah, yeah, lots of neat technical stuff going on there. But, you know, even if you're not looking at it that way, these scenes are just really cool to look at. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, like, too bad, like, neither of us got to see it in the theater because it probably would have been way more impressive that way. Yeah, so. yeah. Have to agree, but, yeah. That's the world we're in. It um, is. It, it is. is. And we probably would have had the, the sound problem if we'd gone to a theater, more or more likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so yeah that, that's what works really well in the movie. For the most part, it's pretty impressive in the whole spectacle concept of a movie. Um, it's a, you know, it's, it is in a lot of ways a science fiction action movie, but not, not like, and it's not like the way Interstellar is or Inception is. I guess it's more like Inception than it is like Interstellar, but I felt like this movie was, felt more like Memento than his other movies. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's fair. It's, it's very much that, that kind of a, a movie, you know, it's, 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 it's concept driven, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. It's with, not high concept with, because we can't explain it easily. Yeah, it's 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 not really exactly high concept, but it is no. it is you know kind of like you know the the older 
you know, spy movies or, or sci-fi movies yeah. in that it's really about the concept and, mm. and the action sequences more than it is about the characters. Um, and that's a good segue. But I feel like the, the characters, considering how much we spend with them and how much we're, like, invested with them, like, I feel like the characters need need more. And this is kind of like a problem with, with Nolan as of late. Yeah, he's never been like he's actually can make compelling characters like in a, in a sense of a director um when he's writing not always so because a lot of times some of his best written some of his best written characters are actually him and someone else writing the script mm-hmm. and so which leads me to think that another person is usually the person that carries that but i'm not i'm not you know i'm not gonna say that all the way um so and this movie does kind of have that problem is that some of the characters i'm not gonna say they need to be fleshed out or given more depth they just need more for us for it to get there kenneth branagh is kind of more archetypal villain than he should be for this i kind of feel um he's he's definitely chewing on the scenery some he's here. definitely chewing on the scenery and i think that's because his the way his character is written lends to that um, yeah very very much so yeah um and and you know pattison and washington they they're they're fine um i mean like they're they're very good with what they what they have and they're interesting because they're them they're those two actors um but uh, you know devicki i feel like is really underserved um because i feel like her character is like lacking the most stuff and <laughs> that's there just needs to be more for her to work with yeah like her yeah her, her character definitely goes places emotionally but i don't feel like she really changes much over the course of the film she's kind yeah. of in the same place and and that that one place is enough to give her you know a, a range of of kind of mental and emotional states mm-hmm. but yeah, there's there's not really much of an arc per se no not really we're kind of our, when we meet her we already like know what she wants to do and so yeah all, that, almost immediately that's kind of to the detriment of the film and a lot of a lot basically the only real problems i have with the movie are script related issues um be it the dialogue and, and it's not plot related i think the plot's actually fascinating i think that's actually really it's got a it's got an interesting idea it's got an interesting concept it's got an interesting plot it just it, it, the dialogue needs one or two once you know like a twice over instead of a once over um because there's like like a lot of b movies like this um it has a lot of exposition heavy dialogue that kind of hurts the enjoyment of it for me and and the thing is i knew that would happen (laughs) but it still was irksome (laughs) and uh and i think part of it is like i because i think this time is like i took it like when when the movie is presented as this like puzzle box that we're supposed to figure out Instead of it coming off of, like, I'm going to help you, it comes off as more patronizing. <laughs> I kind of wish that it gave us, the audience, a little bit more credit there. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. I wasn't as bothered by that, mm-hmm. personally, you know, just because you know, I I had got into a mindset, you know, fairly early on during the, the movie's runtime. Like, okay, this this is this kind of a movie, and yeah. you know, it's it's sort of the, the you know, B-movie, you know, spy, action, sci-fi kind of stuff. And it's that it's not high concept exactly but it is more about the concept so i i kind of expected more of the you know exposition more of the the explanatory stuff and i didn't feel like it was really overdone i i i hear what you're saying and there there maybe could have been less and it might have tightened up the runtime just a bit mm-hmm. but you know, i i feel like there's there's enough going on here that 
the, I, I feel like the intention here was probably just to do, you know, enough to make sure the audience is coming along. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. Yeah. You, you want to give the audience credit, you know, when you can, that's always makes for a, a better movie unless you're just super, super obscure yeah. and there's yeah. nothing explained at all. Yeah. Uh, this movie does not suffer from that, but I, I don't think it goes too far the other way either. In my opinion. Yeah, and I, it's like to kind of like reiterate how I feel about it. It's like whenever something got explained, I almost like just I haven't rewatched the movie yet, but I'm very certain the next time I rewatch it, I'm going to be looking at stuff and be like, now what would it have been like if you hadn't said that? Just straight up didn't say it. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I like even in the movie, like I was like, mm, I feel like this would have played better if you <laughs> hadn't have said that. And like in the movie, when I'm watching it, and I had that feeling, and that that's that's a problem. <laughs> um, so that's like that that's kind of like what I'm talking about is um I'm, and, and even then like a, you, like yeah that would have cut down on the runtime a little, but I actually think it's a fine runtime. Like I don't think yeah, it drags yeah. at all. No, it's like it's not like it needs to lose ten minutes. No, not so, really. Yeah, so it's uh, I don't know. So that's just kind of like kind of how I felt. So that's that's what ended up disappointing me about it. Um, is I know I shouldn't be disappointed about the fact that you know uh, Christopher Nolan hasn't really learned from his mistakes yet, but um, I can hope, can't I? <laughs> not his best, but um, not his worst either. I don't know. It's it's still worth the watch. I will say that I was entertained. I had a good time. I'll probably watch it again. So like that's you know that says something. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's that's about where I come down to. Although I think I. I feel like I'm a little more forgiving of its mm-hmm. of its its faults. I I don't find them as as egregious as maybe you do. Yeah, I think um, I think that that could just be that you know you're 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 a little bit better at sci-fi than I am. Um, and like, and yeah, I, yeah, I I I acknowledge my bias. Yeah, and I acknowledge my bias when it comes to like horror film stuff. So I'll be so I'll understand that. Like this, so I guess if I'm gonna give this a rating, um, this is like very much on like these like uh, the C plus B minus scale for me. It's like a 79.9 or like three and a half stars if you want to put it that way yeah. um not bad not great kind of a cheeseburger of a movie but a good one so <laughs> but but that's not like that's not like to say it's like a bad movie in any way so okay yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah b plus for me i mean i i don't feel like the movie really makes any bones about you know the kind of movie that it is and yeah you know, i i think what it sets out to do it does very well it's, yeah there there's some minor nitpicks i i could have you know felt more invested in the characters a little bit maybe but that's not really the point of the movie i mean would it have helped a bit yeah, yeah. but yeah. and yeah there's there's nothing here to really elevate it to you know great in yeah you know as I, as an overall movie like some of these set pieces it's like yeah this this stuff is going to be taught in film class some of these things some of these things bits yeah. of it but not yeah. the whole movie the, i kind of left it feeling kind of like the same way i felt about blade runner that i kind of like like it's there's really neat things that happens to it it just doesn't click as well as i wanted to like i guess like i mean the point of the movie like did it entertain me yeah could it have done a better job totally <laughs> so yeah all right so that takes us to soul from the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I fall asleep at night, I was born to play. It's my reason for living. Disney Pixar's Soul. This is another movie. It's very, very much about its concept, but it's yeah. also about its central character. 
mm-hmm. characters, yeah. characters question mark yeah so it's it's interesting that we're kind of putting these two like talking about these two movies at the same time because it has like whereas I feel like the characters here this is a good example of taking a great concept and putting good characters in with that um, and to to better flesh out and better present that story and, and concept the thing I kept thinking about like early on when the movie happened and this doesn't spoil anything because it happens really early on there's this there is this um, famous quote by Mel Brooks that is tragedy is when I is, is when I cut my finger comedy is when you fall through a manhole and die that's what happens here Joe um, who is a <laughs> A middle school band teacher finally gets his big break. He gets to play piano for this jazz musician he's, you know, been a big fan of all of his life. And on his way home from getting the gig, he falls through a manhole and dies. <laughs> um, or, or at least not quite all the way he dies. But dies enough so that his soul goes on to the next plane. And he spends the rest of the movie trying to deal with that. Um, along the way, he meets 22, who is a new soul who has no desire to be incarnated. Yep. New or really, really old. New or, yeah, yeah, it's, because, it's, uh, yeah. yeah, she is number 22, and she has, she's presented around, like, other ones with numbers, like, 2 million something, or, like, outrageous numbers. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, really, really high numbers, and, yeah. okay, so, yeah, hmm, been around mm-hmm. a while, I, I guess, I don't know. It has um, no interest in life. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, and there's there's the comedy. Yeah, there there are a lot of things that that worked for me here. Uh, the characters are are pretty strong. They play well together. Yeah, the concept is is interesting and it, it gets you thinking. The music, I I I think I said this the other night when we were we were discussing. I wasn't really struck by it. Like they're they're not specific you know themes or or melodies that I'm mm-hmm. I'm remembering out of out of the score but it definitely kept me in the movie it mm-hmm. it fit very very well and and there are some very different styles of music here that are mm-hmm. yeah kind of played off of each other a little bit you know they they don't d- interact directly but that also kind of mirrors the plot exactly it's 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 scores are are interesting because sometimes when you're aware with them aware of them that's a bad thing like the fact that it keeps you in the movie that is a good thing Um, yeah yeah so this is like one of those times where i was i was in the movie i was watching the movie and i would like i would notice the music but i would notice it in such a way just like oh this is really good music Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so that Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what happened in this case when it comes to that so but yeah, it's uh, I really like the ideas that are being explored. This sh- this movie is sort of like re-examining themes from both Coco and Inside Out. Um, and this is the same director of Inside Out, which was a movie that was okay. It just didn't like click with me like it did other people. And and, and I really loved Coco. Um, so this is, oh yeah. And so it was really cool to like think about these things. And I like it when when you know little animated movies try to go deeper than the you know usual audience and uh or how do i say try like examine deeper themes even if you don't want to look that deep like i think that that's that's yeah that's what that's what pixar is really good at doing um and that's i feel like a lot of times pixar is all about appealing to your emotions but this is one of those times when it's really appealing to a thought process instead and i and i really dig that so, yeah, yeah yeah um uh director pete doctor by the way pete doctor, um yeah. I, I i agree with you and this this is definitely closely related to inside out which was mm-hmm. not a 
It's not bad. Movie. It just didn't like. It just didn't click with me. They were yeah, like, didn't, I didn't knew everything fit. that was going to happen yeah. in that movie. Like, yeah, every single thing that happened. Oh well, this is going to happen to that character. This is going to happen to that character. Which is not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. It's just at the time I was like, eh. yeah, there there are movies where I, I you know that happened to me, and I'm I'm sitting. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, I've I've seen this one, this and this and this, and then realized that I didn't care because I was enjoying the movie. Right. I mean, Stranger but, Things does that all the time, and I'm still into it. So it's, Oh, yeah. 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 So, But I, I felt like Inside Out kind of bit off a little more than it could really chew, you know, philosophically. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really, really ambitious. This movie is, too. I feel like it's more well thought out, though. Yeah. You know, it, it still doesn't have, you know, a lot of, you know, like, hard answers, but... Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the point of it too. I think that's the upside of philosophy is that you don't like hard answers are not always the thing looking for when right. when, when it comes yeah. to philosophy. So I think like that that might be the reason why. And not, on top of that, like it also is just this might be this is probably some of the best animation like visual artwork that I've seen Pixar put out. And I mean this is like their twenty something movie, so I mean like that's that's not a huge surprise. But yeah, um, they they've been doing this a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, just just visual artistry done in this movie is just fantastic. To move on to things that don't work, I mean, you before you and I were recording, like you kind of talked that maybe this this metaphysical headiness might be detrimental as well. Yeah, and I I think it kind of is because there are not a lot of hard answers. It is really kind of you know fuzzy, you know, kind of hazy, and you know, some some of the physical look of the the, the characters in the movie is, is that way too. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's that's deliberate. That's intentional. I, I recognize the how those how those things mirror each other. And, but yeah, I, I I don't know. It it avoids being too trite. You know, mm-hmm. at, at at the end, you know, there's there's not you know, it's, oh, it's it's this simple plot. And it's it, at a couple of different points, it feels like it could go a certain way. And it, yeah. It ends up not, and it's it's much more thought provoking. That's to its credit, mm-hmm. I think. But sometimes gets a little, little too loose. Yeah, like the the rules of of how things work in in this in this movie change fairly frequently. There's not a whole lot of internal consistency either. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is. And, and I hear what you're saying, and I and I and, and I and I don't disagree with you, but I think that that's just what they're talking about. Um, like I think um, it's what they're examining, what they're looking at doesn't really have a set rule thing, and so it's going that it will change and it will be different, and so that like that doesn't didn't really get to me or didn't like that I actually enjoyed that to a certain extent, but I, I can see how like that kind of consistency could be detrimental. My my only big my only big issue with it is that um you're kind of like you yeah this is like the first time like there was like a meme going around about how you know Pixar's whole thing is like what if toys had feelings what if cars had feelings what if what if rats had feelings what if black people had feelings is the the question here and when 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 that kind of is what's being presented is like you're kind of like oh is this going to be like I mean this is like the first time we have a, a black protagonist. Um, be the star of a Pixar movie for sure, and um, and let's face it, Disney's track record is not the best at all with that. Um, and um, so, like, uh, it's, uh, I was sort of like, interested to see what they're going to do there. And if you're going to be expecting something uh, for Black culture like they did for for Coco or Moana, you're not going to get that. Um, there's 
some of that. Don't get me wrong, there's a little bit of that there. But at the end of the day, it's just not as woke a movie as it could have been. To be honest, it doesn't actually, like, make it a worse movie because of that. It does make it a smidge disappointing, but I'm not disappointed like I was with Tenet, though, in this case. It's, um, yeah. like, it's just that, like, I saw something they could have done, and I wish they had, is what, is, is what that comes out to. And, but, the, but that doesn't hurt the film's grade for me, though. Yeah, yeah I, I tend to agree. I mean, it could have, could have done more on, on some of that, for sure, but... That's not really the story they were trying to tell here. Which it's is like, which is too bad, um, considering yeah. like considering how like now Moana's Disney specifically, but a bit, but considering how it worked so well for Coco, like that would have been it would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean that's that's kind of the flavor here rather mm-hmm. than than the meat of of yeah. the narrative. Yeah. And there's, and there's, like, one other, per, like, something related to that that kind of, like, rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. But, yeah, like, I, I agree. Like, that's not what, that that wasn't a, that, that wasn't something that they were thinking about, really. And yeah. that's, and, and that's, that's too bad. <laughs> it's just what it comes down to. So, yeah, there's not really a whole lot else in this movie that didn't work for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked it, it a lot, yeah. And, yeah, I, I did find it thought-provoking, you know, sometimes a little bit, irritatingly so it's like <laughs> wait a minute what about such and such and, and mm-hmm. this and the other I'm, I'm trying really hard not to spoil too i know much this is a movie for, we're for trying to not not already watched yeah. it at this yeah. point there are only like there are things we could have talked about about tenant that would have been hard for us to spoil because it's just difficult to understand or difficult to explain whereas this one is the best things we could talk about we would end up having to spoil something and we don't want to do that yeah, I mean, once once you've got the initial setup, and that's not really too much of a spoiler. I mean, mm-hmm. things things are often enough surprising, you know. From there, there yep. there's some really nice, you know, touching surprises over the course of the film. Um, Pixar got a Pixar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their thing. So all that said, this is not the best they've ever done. I mean, I I do like it. I do feel like you know the the script could have been a, a bit better. So yeah, this 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 gets a, a flat B from me. All right. So I actually think it's top echelon for them. Like I like I would put this in top tier Pixar for them uh, for uh, for them, and um, like it could be top five for me. I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't seen everything Pixar has done, um, but the ones I haven't seen, I don't particularly think would get to that top echelon. So <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> not worry about that. Um, so for me, this is kind of like a B plus A minus movie. So but I'll just go with the B plus um, because okay. it really would have been an A minus had they done that extra work. Which uh, you know, like I said, not the most woke movie, um, but I'm still glad they did what they did. All right. Now, right now, Tim and I would be talking awards right now if this was a normal year, but it's not a normal year, so, but this is, uh, I, I would say for animated feature, this would be the film to beat. Even though I have seen Wolfwalkers, and that would put up a good fight. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how, how any of that shakes out, for sure. And, you know, of course, we will be talking about awards season, you know, when it starts, which it hasn't quite yet. Looks like that'll be March. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the movies that are, are probably going to be in contention have already premiered on various streaming services and are going to stay there. Yeah, so I think this is going to be a year where it's going to be a lot easier for people to see all of the nominees than other years ever. So, Yeah, so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that going forward, and uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye. I got-
I got soul, but I'm 